Good morning, listeners, and welcome to day 116 of Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, and I'm here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark. Today we want to talk with everyone about something that's been on my mind for the last several months, and I'm sure it's on many of yours as well. Fear. Fear isn't pleasant, but it isn't necessarily unhealthy. As with many things, it's a matter of degree and how you deal with it. Being afraid of zombies, for example, is completely normal and natural. But if you freeze up when confronted with one, then you're going to have a big problem. So, Dr. Clark, what are some good ways of dealing with fear? Well, I'm not a psychologist, but from what I remember from talking with some of my colleagues, it depends a lot on what the situation is. For example... If someone jumps out from behind a door and scares you... I can't think of anyone who would do that. It was one time and I said I was sorry. That's an emergent situation. So your brain assesses the situation and makes a judgment based on conditions about what to do. This is the well-known fight or flight response, where your brain and body try to figure out whether you can make a quick getaway or if you should just deck the person who did it. Hypothetically. There is nothing hypothetical about that. I see. And what about in other instances? Well, as I said, it's a matter of degree. Some things you should absolutely be afraid of. Zombies, as we mentioned. Fear of disease. Fear of falling from a great height. Generally, things that relate to your own safety or security. But when you're afraid of falling when you're standing on flat ground, then it might not be considered rational. Fearing the pain of a bee sting is rational, but fear of the bee itself might not be. And those irrational fears, as we all know, are called phobias. And how can people deal with phobias? Well, there used to be some medications you could take to help with them, but those are pretty scarce these days. The best way we have available at the moment is probably to talk about fear with someone and, if possible, to experience the thing you're afraid of under controlled circumstances. You obviously don't want to try to overcome fear of zombies by walking up to one and shaking its hand. But you could try to overcome fear of public speaking by getting more experience making speeches. Start with one or two people and then work your way up to larger crowds. That kind of thing. Just getting your mind used to the idea that the thing you're afraid of can be safe by experiencing it in safe situations. That's really cool. I remember reading a book about phobias when I was in high school. Some of them were really common, like claustrophobia or fear of enclosed spaces. Claustrophobia should be the fear of Christmas! There's also nyctophobia, fear of the dark. Get it? Claustrophobia, like Santa Claus? Yes, lots of phobias are really well known. From our point of view, hydrophobia is extremely important. It's the fear of water that the zombies show. I remember a couple of obscure ones, like sphexophobia, fear of wasps. I hadn't heard of that one. How about thalassophobia, fear of the ocean? I definitely don't have that one, or I would not have studied marine biology. Although I will say that some of the rougher waters I've been on in the past made me a little nervous. Very true. And I guess that gets back to what you were talking about earlier. A matter of degree. You have a healthy respect for the ocean, but you're not afraid of it. That's exactly right. And I'd also like to point out that fear isn't the same thing as anxiety. Fear is the response to a direct and immediate threat. Anxiety is an unpleasant feeling of dread of potentially anticipated events. But both are equally valid and both deserve to be treated seriously. I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there right now for whom the difference between fear and anxiety is academic. And while splitting hairs isn't important, I think knowing that there is a difference might help some people identify and potentially overcome something that's bothering them. You know, this whole thing reminds me of a story a friend of mine told me once. 
He was working in an aquarium, and they had an exhibit with beluga whales. So he's standing there, and there are these two ladies, and one of them is standing right next to the window, and the other is standing away from it. The one close to it is patting it with her hand and saying, It's two feet thick. It's two feet thick. Well, my friend knew that it wasn't, that it was only 18 inches, but he's looking at the other woman, and she looked so afraid that he decided not to say anything. Instead, he went over to her and asked if everything was okay. It turned out that the woman was hydrophobic. She was deathly, irrationally afraid of water, and she'd come to an aquarium to face her fear. So my friend talked to her, and as he was talking to her, he would slowly, casually, every few minutes, take a small step towards the window. And because people like to keep what might be called a conversational space between themselves and another person, she would also take a small step towards the window. And by the time they finished talking, she could have reached out and touched the window. And when she looked up and realized how close she was, all she could think to say was, aren't those whales beautiful? Good story! Time to wrap it up! Get a grip, Max! This is our broadcast! You know what just occurred to me? What's that? It's possible for something that used to be a phobia to not be a phobia anymore. What do you mean? Well, a phobia is an irrational fear. But a fear of zombies isn't irrational anymore. Kinemortophobia isn't a thing anymore. I don't think that's the same thing as a cure. No, but it's understanding. And understanding can definitely help alleviate fear. And that's where I think we'll end it. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this is Agnes Drew with Dr. Rosalind Clark and the ever-present Max O'Brien. Hey! Take care of each other.